Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Join us as we talk about the game that shall not be named. That nameless game. Nameless game, the nameless game. Yeah. That uh, we had a decent session with. To name it and you will summon it. Wouldn't. Don't say it's named three times. Yeah, we had a decent session with it. It was it was okay. It was okay, but nothing. It was nothing better than recent sessions. Yeah, nothing outstanding. Yeah, yeah. We bit the bullet and just talked to every single NPC in the village in Driftwood Village and picked up a couple of quests. Yes, and did them, and they were fine. Yeah, and still didn't really know whether we're supposed to be talking to the um, magister. What are they called? The magisters, Re- magisters, the carvers, yeah. and finishing their quests or not. We don't know whether there's we're supposed to be doing that or not. So that's unclear. I feel there's an option that's like you can either help the magisters or not. Yeah. Kind of thing. But that's to... totally unclear. Yeah. Why why you would choose to do either or. And considering we dislike the magisters. We don't really want to help them. We don't really want to help them. No. I don't know. Lots more a bit more quest log stuff out of order as well. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As well, well, well obviously what you're supposed to do is just talk to everybody in Driftwood when you first get there. Yeah. Which we didn't want to do because obviously multiplayer, that's not very exciting. No. And there's so many people to talk to so in Driftwood. Many. We just split the time up and just did half each kind of thing. So we yeah. probably missed a bit of conversation, but, yeah. you know. But we got through it quickly. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and we did the arena as well. Did the arena, yeah, which was unfortunately far too easy because we were overleveled for it. Yes. Compared it to the first arena that we Considering we were blind. Yeah. And we still destroyed them without losing anybody. Yeah, we crushed it. We crushed it. Um yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's it, it's more more fun than we've had. Yeah, but we both still got angry at the game for stupid reasons. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, a lot of inventory management. Yes, too much inventory management, crafting, yeah. just to get stuff done. Yep. Yeah. I almost I, well, actually, one point worth mentioning. I think I almost rage quitted it when I did a did a quest where you um you. Hire a courtesan for That's a, a right. night of yes. unbelievable yes, passion. passion. A lizard courtesan. Yeah. At that. And so did that. And then in the morning, you get shaken down and they steal all your gear. And so I phoenix dived out of there and ran away. Well, you tried to pick a fire with them thinking that I could join you. I, I did. Yeah, I thought you But it immediately in. booted me out of the room. It did. So I, was, I wasn't in the room. My character wasn't in the room, but I was voyeuristically watching the room. Yeah. Because I was in, in your conversation. Yeah, yeah. But then as soon as the fight started, I immediately booted back out to my character. Yeah. And couldn't do anything about the locked door. No. Couldn't do anything at all. Couldn't teleport someone to the other side. It's very weird. Couldn't pick the lock. Couldn't do anything about it at all. Yeah. So Lose doesn't really have a lot of spells to use. Um, and with no. no weaponry, she's kind of useless. So yeah. she just phoenix dived out of the room effectively. Yeah. Um, just, you know, he keeps a movement on it. And then um, as soon as that happened, the dwarves just disappeared. disappeared. Yeah, so we went in there to finish him off. But instead, the lizard was there again. And she said to me, oh, you missed all the fun. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Never mind. Right so I went down and marching down into the basement to face Loha naked and demanded my stuff back immediately, to which he was like, mm, it's yeah, just over whatever. there. Yeah. And so he didn't I picked- seem to care, which was weird. It was weird. That I thought I was expecting more... Something pushback yeah. or, or yeah. threatening involving, yeah. you know, but okay. anything. No, it's just over there on the table. Yeah. Uh, and so what, what got me was I picked, I went over to the bag and I, I I didn't do anything. Like I didn't consciously do anything. I just, you just picked, I up, picked the up the bag. Yeah. And then when you, then you have a bag in your inventory full of all your inventory items. And when you open up the bag, there's no loot all. Yeah. There's no way to quickly get. Everything. Every piece out, out. Of, and my inventory 
is very full. Like yes. very, very full. And so the thought of having to drag each item back out was just rage-inducing enough for me yeah. to just go, I don't want to play this ever again because yeah. I'm like over it. That's ridiculous. So yeah. before I did that, I did a quick Google and like the top reserve strong Google is how do I get my stuff out of the bag yeah. to which the person in the thread was very condescending, I felt. But anyway, he said, put the bag on the ground again and then open it like a container and then you have the loot all button. That then lets you loot everything that back. That doesn't make any well. sense. It shouldn't have been in a bag. It should have been in a chest. Yeah. On the floor. You know. That's ridiculous. They... That's what gets me is the game the game itself is really good, mm. but the decisions that the game programmers have made, some of them are retarded. It's very silly. They're very very silly. stupid decisions. That particularly, why would it not just be in a chest? And you I open the chest and loot all. expected it to be a chest. I mean, it you can no pick up sense chests, for it to be in a bag. I feel the bag, I feel you have to right-click the bag and go open, and if you right-click on the bag like you would a chest, it just, yes, just it pick would, it up. Then, but the chests yeah. are kind of reversed. They open rather than pick up yeah. as the default kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it should have just been a chest and then it wouldn't mean every issue. The no. fact that the, I had to Google it and there were multiple results about it shows that- Many other people had the same, same issue. issue kind of. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that that's uh, that's the game that should not be named. Yeah. And we're almost ready, we think, to move on to Blood Moon Isle. Yeah, we're very well, we did a lot of We did a lot of stuff and we only got like a third of a level, <sighs> if that. So we've still got- yeah, but I we've got done, a list of things we need to do we now. Do. We'll we know th- what to do next time. Yeah, which we'll, is a head start over where we started. Yeah, last session when we For still sure. had no idea what that we were going to do. For sure, we couldn't even remember what we just done. That's how disengaged we are with the game yeah, now. That's how, it's always a problem, isn't it? You yeah. don't remember where you're up to, kind of thing. Yeah, I think we're just going to follow the follow the flags. I think mostly there's yeah. a couple of fights we need to go back and do. We'll just knock those all out. We've got our three source points now, so yeah. that part's all satisfied. Yeah. It's really just getting to level fifteen so that we can go tackle. Blood, Blood Moon, Moon Island, Island. Yeah. and move on to the next area kind of thing. That's kind yeah. of the goal now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's 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 that. That's, that's that. that. I left my poor colonists on, uh, on, Mars, <laughs> on Mars on the verge of starvation. <laughs> uh, had another punishing fortnight at work, so I really didn't have that much time. And uh, that one both requires a lot of focus that I didn't really have to mm. think about, like, all the parts yeah. for it. And... Um, and not a lot of time. I'd probably get too sucked into it if I got. Yeah, you don't want to know, play for just fifteen minutes. No, it's not one that really. Yeah, it's not a game you can play fifteen minutes. It really feels like you need to spend more than that to get any meaningful days and progress yeah. out of it, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but so because of that, I no, actually that that's incorrect. But I definitely did the same, basically the same thing again with Surviving Mars. I did with this next game that I found. So. My wife, Yana, comes to me and says, I want to buy Seafarer. It's on special at the moment because I think it's a cool game and we'll play it during Christmas. I'm like, that's great. Yeah, you come on, I want to buy games. I'm always, I'm always for that. <laughs> and so I'm looking at the options to purchase and they've got a bundle, mm-hmm. like three games for whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, what else do they make? You know, having a look. And I'm like, oh, this Sundered Eldritch Edition, this, this looks really good. Like the animation is slick and, and uh, you know, it's a Metrovania thing. It's like... Why haven't I seen this in the store when I was doing a search a couple of weeks ago for Grime? Mm-hmm. Like, why didn't this show up in the store? And I look, because I'm logged into her Steam, I look down and friends who's played, it's me. Boom, right there. Friends <laughs> who play this game. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So I own this. Not only do I own this, I played this as well at 1.3 hours apparently. <laughs> and then it all, I went, oh, hang on. I, I It all flooded back to what yeah. would have been happening, right? So I do a bit of like um, sort of, 
I guess doom scrolling my uh my uh, scrolling down my games list right looking yeah. for things to play like you look at all the lists and all the items and things like that and this thundered game right I played it for an hour I remember playing it I remember liking it and going I'll come back to this because I'm doing something else at the moment this will be yeah. really good and I've gone back to find it several times and as I go through my list all I remember about this game is it begins with S yeah. right and it has a kind of like gothicy font for the name for yeah. the game right and I scroll down my list and I get to Savant. Gothic font yeah. begins with S, and I play it and go. This really good. wasn't what I was thinking. Oh, never mind. Then yeah. I'll, I'll go find something else. I've done that like four times. I swear. The <laughs> so entire- you got like eight hours of Tavon played. Yeah, that's and it. one hour of the other of one. The other then one you actually want to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's probably more like forty minutes, and those forty minutes are dedicated to me going. This isn't really the game I was thinking <laughs> I was playing. I don't, I don't know why I keep coming back to this one, thinking you're so good. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, like, oh, this is great. Jump in. This game is exactly what I was looking for when I was looking to buy Grime. It's yeah. it's um, uh, it's Metroidvania, which was the first thing I was looking for. It's not a Souls-like thing, so there's none of that, yeah. that stuff going on. Uh, it's an interesting take. Or, or, well, I mean, interesting, maybe a bit too strong a word, but certainly a slightly different take on Metroidvanias than I played in the previous ones. But it's got all the things that I like about it. The map is great. Um, it uses randomized dungeons, which is nice, so it's a bit buried, but the actual overall structure of the map stays the same. So they have like big connecting caverns, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that are all connecting these little dots to say like where they exit an en- entrance from. Yep. And then inside of that, there can be any, any number of rooms inside that you got to traverse your way through. So you know where you're going. I'm going like this top or left-hand corner up here to get out. Yeah. But how you get there will change every time you yeah, like load into the level again. Yeah. But that was really clever and so not something that I've seen before. The map is incredibly easy to open. And I didn't realize how great that was. So you got a mini map mm-hmm. in the bottom right-hand corner all the time, which I feel is a new feature that I haven't seen before. Press left left trigger and boom full screen instantly you see exactly where you need to go yep. for the next bit and i think that's like a metaphor of this whole game it's streamlined you move really fast you move you got you get wall jumping from the get go the first ability you get double jump yeah. you know kind of thing this yeah. game is like saying you will move Movement. and you will move yeah. fast and navigate these levels yeah, quickly, quickly. Yep. kind of thing there's no uh like a go into a new room and the enemies respawn yeah. in that room every time you sort of go back or at least yeah. from the playthroughs. This relies on hoarding more. So you just get overwhelmed occasionally and the higher the levels you go through, the more swarming that you get with more enemies. Yeah. And so the combat is fairly like furious. Either yeah. you're not doing anything or you're just like yeah. fighting, fighting for, for your life, life yeah. kind of thing. Uh, so it's... Uh, where grime in comparison is very one-on-one or maybe two very like stodgy, well, not stodgy, but like, you know, it's souls like, so you got to like, you got to yeah. fight a decent fight. This, this thing, yeah. you get shields from the get go, yeah. you know, healing, you get lots of healing potions from the get go. Getting more healing is really easy too. Like they want you to, to go and go fast and go hard. You know, if you want to go back to the, back to the sanctuary so you can upgrade your abilities, you just press the button, return to sanctuary, yeah. resets the dungeon. So you've got to like navigate your way through again. again but that's yeah. what you're doing kind of anyway, sort of thing. So I feel like uh, it's just got a way faster pace than say something like Castlevania or like Unepic is real. Uh, that actually would be what I class as a stodgy mm-hmm. um, Metrovania uh, kind of game. More so than Ghost 
or it's actually more, it's more like um, Dust Elysian Tail, where um, just furious combat kind of thing and easy to get around and move kind of thing. Although yeah. Dust did have more of that, we're in a room and you fight the things in the room kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's got an excellent uh, progression uh, tree sort of thing going on, like the um, what are you like the the skills? Yeah, skill tree, skill tree kind of thing. You have like perks that you can equip, which do basically a lot, a lot of positive and negative things. You know, uh, maybe uh, you have more shields, and the yeah. shields last a lot longer, but you go down to one health. Ah, you yeah. know, kind of thing, or um, you get better luck you find, but small rooms don't show up on your map. Ah. That's a little interesting little perk things yeah. there to play with. And then the actual tree itself is um it's one of those ones that sort of uh lace work, intricate kind of like patterns. Yeah. And uh each node is a small three upgrade node. So you buy one, two, three, and you mm. get that particular small upgrade on damage, crit chance, reducing coming damage, you know, all of those kind of like basic stats upgraded with then big nodes that do a more significant thing. Yeah. Like, oh, now your gun does critical hit damage yeah. and sort of a big chunky upgrade. So you're collecting, uh, reminds me a lot of Ratchet and Clank actually, collecting bolts, but you're collecting yeah. soul shards or whatever it is. You're collecting all the time. Containers yeah. have got them. Enemies have got them. There's big chunky things that you can destroy to get them. Yeah. Bosses have got them. So you're always collecting and you're always going back to the room and it's sort of structured in a way that it seems to be you can always get from a big session like, you know, uh, you know the same amount of the map, even though everything's going up in price, you're getting more and more bolts, right? Bolts, yep. Shards constantly. So, got a really good uh, a curve. Yeah, where real, you progression just, reward. Yeah, you oh, always like. feel like you're making progress. Yep. Even getting bigger amounts and everything's costing more. You're getting more upgrades. It always feels like you're always making progression. Yeah. And I found that as I unlock all the big nodes by tracing out my path about which ones I want to get first and all that stuff, I then unlock a new ability which unlocks a new portion. Oh, the tree yeah, okay. As well. So you finish getting all the big nodes and you don't have time yeah. to go back through and fill in all the ones that you missed because yeah. you took different paths. It's now, oh, on to the next one. Okay, cool. Uh-huh. No worries. Bang, bang, bang. And you're sort of going back there sort of thing. So um, that's great. The map itself, like in terms of like finding your objective, unlike the game that should not be named, it's always super clear where you need to go to next. Yep. It tells you this gate is locked by an ability, gold padlock. This yeah. one is unlocked because you haven't you you haven't hit it from the right side. You got to go to the uh, other side to yeah. unlock it because it's a shortcut to yeah. get back through. Because it's like this is a shortcut. We built this yeah. to shortcut through these rooms yeah. here, kind of thing. Like uh, here's the boss. Here's an upgrade shine. Oh, you've got three elder shards. Here's the elder shard upgrade shine yeah. down here, lit up, ready to go, sort of thing. So there's no. It's amazing that it both makes it really easy to find where you need to go, but also gives you lots of, abil- lots of ability to pick the path you want to take yeah. through it as well. Like it's, it's found a nice balance there. I really like this game. And what's it called? Sundered Eldritch Edition. Didn't I say that at the start? Yeah, you did. I buried the lead. But, yeah, yeah. I buried up. You'd always yeah. mentioned it again. Sundered Eldritch Edition. Um, the only thing so far that I don't like about it is... Well, it's not that I don't like about it. One of the things I do like about a Metroidvania game is like getting new weapons and trying them out and sort of like yeah, making going, a decision if you want to keep it or yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, this weapon is really good when I'm fighting through this part of the maze because these enemies have this yeah. thing resistance sort of thing. or yeah. So with this, you have um, your standard melee attack. Um, you have a huge cannon that you fire with limited charges, and it shoots a huge 
ball that um, just goes through walls and everything. Just, <laughs> nothing stops it sort yeah. of thing. Um, and it also shoots you backwards when you shoot it as yeah. well. So you've got to be really yeah. careful about what you're going to fall into. Yeah, yeah. Um, you then have, uh, as you hit enemies, you build up a combo. That's not yeah, a combo, combo thing, meter. but you build up a, a, a finisher move. Yeah, and okay. then if you use different uh, up, down, left, right, or if you're in the air or not, you do different finisher moves. Yeah. So there's lots of options about how you bring those together. And the combat in general, like when you want to attack air enemies, you stay in the air while you're attacking it. Okay. Again, it, like it, it, it feels like this game is like designed everything to be really free. Like normally yeah. hitting things up in the air is more difficult. You got to jump yeah. one hit, jump one hit. Yeah, yeah. No, you jump, 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 dead. Yeah. Onto the next one, dead, 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 dead. dead. You yeah. got a dodge thing as well, and you get like an air dash and like a charge up kind of ability as well. But at the end of the day, there's no fancy guns. There's no like choice about. At least at the moment, maybe there will be later on. I'm only about fifty percent through the the game, I think. Maybe there will be later. I don't think so though. I don't feel it's that sort of a, a game. But I yeah. do have like maybe four or five other abilities to unlock to, based on what's unlocked on the, the tree, tree and whatnot, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So that's the one thing that to be like the perfect Metroidvania game, I think it has to have. But this is like a nine and a half out of 10. Like I really, the animation is beautiful. Maybe the enemies are a little bit repetitive in the different zones. There's not, not as many varieties of yeah. enemies. Although, I mean, there's, no, I don't know. There's, there's, a, there's a few kind of thing. <laughs> There's enough. Um, there's enough. There's enough. I think for for um, uh, yeah, to to keep me satisfied, you know, sort of thing. Uh, definitely, it just sucked right into this more than grime, like mm. a thousand percent. I mean, grime had that map issue that really put me off, yep. which I still haven't resolved on whether that's actually an issue or not. Yeah. But um, this is a solid example of everything that I love about this genre of game, and I'm like, this is what I wanted to play like back then, like a month ago sort of thing and I had it in my library had it all the time played it <laughs> and you're wanting to play it and lost it oh my god this is like some some sort of um, I don't know having too many games in your Steam library this seems maybe an issue yeah kind of it thing. could Either be an you, issue you yeah. play the thing that you first don't think problems. it is or you yeah first world problems first world problems or you just don't scroll far enough down no. I should have marked it as a favourite maybe then I would have yes. remembered yeah. it was there kind of thing um, yeah or don't buy games that have similar titles and, and <laughs> graphic fonts and, and no, no, you can't do that. No, that's no, that's, that's ludicrous. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's much that I would really knock it back on, apart from the weapon choice. Like, you know, if you don't like the genre, then yeah, you that's fine. Like the you want like the game yeah. kind of thing, but if you like that kind of going through the map and unlocking new abilities and going back and being able to unlock the things that you had at the start, love that. Yeah. Love that. It's great. Uh, so I'll give it another quick wrap up once I complete it and yep. say yes, it is or not. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Or one thumb up, one thumb down. Yeah, I think it's going to get – it might get two thumbs up. I don't um, – you know, uh, I can – the weaponry kind of thing, um, for, the, for the style of combat that they've given us, I don't know that having different weapons would make the game actually any better. Right. Like kind of thing because it's so – you can get yourself in a real bind um, if you pick the wrong spot to engage a horde, yeah. kind of thing. Like you can re- like you the the way the levels are built and and whatnot. I think having different weaponry would mean that you would really screw yourself over easily if you were in the wrong area and couldn't you use had the, the wrong right weapon. guns. I think yeah. sort of thing. Like the way they've done it, I think makes sense for the type of game. 
that they've that they've played sort of thing. It's very satisfying though when you start to get a few when you learn all the different finishes and the patterns that they do. Like you know, if you're on the ground and you hit forward, then it does one that's forward. You know, it sweeps down yeah. or does a and you just like kill like seven enemies in a go because you've just like done it and then yeah. you fire off the cannon and it takes out a few more sort of thing and um lots of little mini bosses uh, i think i think the only thing i screwed myself on was that i started this game on easy and i didn't realize it was on easy until nah. i was about 30 35 percent through it kind of thing because obviously i just oh, yeah. let me just play it and see if it's good and then i just went oh i got a game already let's yeah. play it and see if this is the right one. Oh, it is oh my god yeah. let's play this so i feel it's probably too easy but because i've only died once through the whole playthrough when I got myself trapped down the bottom of a shaft between two spiky things and I kept hitting it and knocking down my shield and just was just overwhelmed kind of thing, which was, it was silly because I, I kind of forgot as well that you can just wall jump your way up and away into a different section. The have movement is your, your best friend mm. in the game and it sort of uh, didn't quite grasp it at that point kind of thing. But uh Yeah. Solid. Look, good vistas. The story's fine. I don't know. It, it's some post-apocalyptic, futuristic thing. Maybe some eldritch god okay. destroyed yeah. some futuristic society, Some I think. Cthulhu thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, kind of thing. Um, it's not told. Like, you only get... Um, they have, like, these crystal rooms where it gives you, like, one or two sentences. And when you fight a boss, the, the god kind of, like, comments yeah. on it kind of not thing. Not a lot of story. No. Mostly about the game. Mostly about the gameplay. I think the story is just there to service the the scenery and, yeah. the, and the aesthetics kind of thing um, in the game. Because the first level is all human, like warship kind of, you know, sci-fi stuff. And then it quickly, when you go to the other areas, it's like, oh, this is all, um, you know, eldritch horror kind of stuff. And the other one I've been to briefly is all like uber churchy looking stuff kind of aesthetic as well sort of thing. So Gothic. Yeah, no. clean gothic. If you're gonna go gothic, oh, like really okay. super, like white and gold, oh, you know, okay. kind of yeah. thing. Um, definitely not like a Castlevania gothic yeah. kind of look for sure. Um, yeah, I don't got much to say about this else to say, but uh, oh, yes, always, you know, always good to find a game that like you. So I that's think- savant, yeah. No, <laughs> no, it's not Savant. Sundered, Eldritch Edition. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, Savant might be a fine game. I have passed no judgment on it because I went into you that thing. You actually played it. Expecting. Completely different, different game. It's some platformer thing kind of thing, and I'm a bit done. With platformers. With platformers. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know, I played too many of them sort of thing to go to, to for it to hold my interest kind of thing so I think that's why I always went ah oh, why did I like this for I don't know yeah. I just quit yeah. it kind of thing I think, I think I've actually uninstalled it and installed it a few times as well thinking <laughs> it's still the same thing should have installed it a little bit further down the bottom of the S's not the top of the S's and I would have maybe found this kind of thing ah uh, so funny I can't believe that they can't. I can't describe how like silly I felt when I when I looked down and saw friends who played, and it was my yeah. profile picture there. Yeah. After sitting going like, oh yeah, this looks. No, I look think at that animation I think we can looks understand good. That. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think uh, we can understand that. <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's good. I'm 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 very pleased that I found during my work schedule I found something that I could actually play. For 15 minutes, feel like I made again. some progress because yeah. you can always get some shards. You can always upgrade a few more things on your tree, you know, and then just jump back in. And because the game always resets you back to that central point yeah. uh, in, in the sanctuary and because 
you know, it's always regenerating those rooms, your sense of progression isn't lost. On, yeah. Because you're always collecting shards. Yeah, it's your character that progresses, not the not the map distance so through much. the dungeon or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like obviously the the map progression comes from unlocking shortcuts and, and getting to the next boss or the next upgrade shrine kind of thing. Um that's where that comes from. But you know, you, that's, you don't feel like you've wasted your time by just running through a little bit and collecting some stuff yeah. and, you know, yeah. whatnot. Yeah, because he's going to reset anyway the next time you play. And it keeps it different. Like, you don't feel... Uh, I know, like, by the time the end of, like, um, there's some of those other ones, you're like, I've been through this room a lot. I'm so many sick times. Of I've been this room. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you end up... Well, I don't know about other people, but for myself, at some point, there's no point fighting anything so you're yeah. not just running through the rooms anyway and it yeah. becomes annoying to have to dodge yeah. whatever it is in that particular room with this i feel like um unless you've got a horde which to which then you have a decent fight on your hands and you yeah. get lots of shards from it um i wish i can remember what the f- stupid little things you collect are oh, whatever it's all bolts 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 things whatever doodakies yeah. you know number numbers yeah. go up things yeah. you know yeah. uh you sort of um you can only quickly get where you need to go. You're not constantly being um, slow. The down. environment will get you. There's spikes and there's shooty things and there's lasery things and you know, you gotta jump up, wall jump up kind of thing and, and whatnot. That's all fine. But you're not bogged down with the constant running past a bunch of enemies for no yeah. reason kind of thing, which I think is really nice. Again, I feel like they've kind of like just smooth streamlined it all. Street feel like this super streamlined. And I was worried at the start that I'm like, oh, this is gonna be it like too streamlined, like you've, you've taken away what it is to make this game. And I'm like, no, actually, you've just really just rounded the edges off kind of thing. I'm very impressed. Not that I wouldn't go back and play another Castlevania type game, mm. but I did in my travels, before I found Sundered again, play um, Castlevania Shadows of the Night HD remix thing. And that is really hard to play because... I've got, I've got to go back and look at all of the ones that I played and see how they work. But when you move your character in Castlevania, your character's always in the center of the screen. Yeah. And the back, the, like the background moves yeah. sort of, the, your foreground moves, but the background sort of stays static kind of yeah. or something. Whatever combination of the effects they use, I find it really hard to watch and look at kind of thing. Yeah. I felt my character should be separated from the background and it's not. It feels like it's fixed to whatever's going on. This, this again, your character um, has a bit of movement in the middle of the screen before the whole background moves, which is nice. Um, It feels like it bounces a bit too. So if you hit your cannon, the screen will kind of stay the same until you get right to the edge and then it sort of pushes it off. But it keeps where you were firing on the screen for as much as possible so you can see the impact and see where you're going. Yeah. And it also very cleverly, I think, opens up the space a lot as well. It doesn't feel like the top and walls of this of your of the the room you're in are hidden. The camera is very lenient with how far it goes up and down and whatnot. And then when you hit these vistas, it zooms right back, and you get like a big view of whatever it is you're on you're because they're trying at, to yeah. show it off as well. And you feel very very small, yeah. like bouncing around in there as well, which I thought was a really good use of that, like of. Because it feels a bit claustrophobic sometimes because you're kind of like zoomed in so much yeah. on your character. They have that bit of space when you're introduced to a boss and you get to see the whole horrific thing of the man stuck to the chair kind of thing. It's, uh, yeah, really nice. Really, really well done. I've got to go back. I'm looking forward to then playing this Seafarer game that Yana found, mm-hmm. uh, which is 
uh, what does it tag it as? Like an open world survival craft thing, which is odd for like a 2D thing. I think and there's no, from what I understand, like it's very casual. Like there's no way to die or fail kind of thing necessarily. Yeah. You travel the seas collecting things and building up your ship and making it better and stuff like that. Um, looks interesting. So like they've, with Sundered and that on one thing, it's like, oh, what else have they got? Be interesting to go back and have a look when that when I finish this one to see that the other one they've got there might be good uh, as well. Yeah, so that's um Eldritch, uh, no Sundered. Sundered Eldritch Edition. I don't know if there's a different. I think it probably is a different edition. I don't think so. You wouldn't call it Eldritch Edition. Surely you just call it Sundered Eldritch. Oh, maybe it's maybe I'm saying it. Maybe it's. I know it's definitely got the word. Let me. It's definitely Sundered. With a two, like a a, um, a colon, yeah, Eldritch edition. But I didn't think there was any other any other editions, editions of Eldritch of Sundered. Should, oh no, wait, maybe Sundered's got a, it's got a it's got an R on it. I wonder if um, Sundered's like a, a a title of something else. Yeah, yeah, it could be a world, and it's one of those games that they've come gone branched out with. Spirit Fairer is the one that um, that Yana yeah, was yeah. talking about. I'm not seeing any other Sundered games on. No, maybe they just wanted to go weird. Thunder Lotus Games is the developer. Thunder, oh, Jotun, yeah. You've seen that one, Jotun? Yeah. Yeah, this one, I have to say, the other two didn't. I mean, Spirit Fairer, you know, did just because. You know, you don't want to play it, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. But this, I'm not even sure what this Jotun is. It's Norse mythology. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Norse mythology stuff. I mean, the animation looks really good, and like it's riveting it's, podcasting, riveting. I love watching videos on on audio <laughs> podcasts. I think that's the that's the best type of content, isn't it? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yes, there we go. That's the that's my discovery. I'm so excited about it that I already owned it as well. Although that's I feel good, silly for buying that's a good discovery. I haven't even gone back and played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you, Teddy? What have you played uh, over the fortnight? So I played um, some more BattleTech. Yep. Which Walking your way through? Yeah. Uh, which is weird. So I'm still having trouble with those skulls. The, so I, oh. Yeah. So I did a struggling on doing two skull missions for the contracts, but then I did a um, fix the story mission. Okay. Which was two skulls, and I absolutely creamed them. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's easy. Yep. Well, it wasn't easy, but it was nowhere near as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I'm still trying to work out what what level of skull mission I can do successfully without mm. destroying all my mechs and <laughs> having to wait months for them to be repaired. Yeah, right, right, right. Is there any penalty for waiting months? Like, I know, like, in, um, in XCOM, there was always that, like, sort of global... Yeah, sort of yeah, timer, but like yeah. you know, you couldn't just let it just go for a month and then come back and do it. Yeah, no. So this has got your salaries. So yeah, uh, you got to keep making enough money to pay all your salaries yeah, and all your upkeep. Is, there it is. Okay. Okay. So, fair, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. So my upkeep and my salaries are quite expensive uh, now. Love it. Yeah. So that's still good. Still enjoying yep. that. Yep. Yep. And then I found Pathfinder Kingmaker was on special. Hang on, I have that. I have that. More more riveting podcast while Luke goes and checks his Steam library. You keep talking. I'm so look. Pathfinder is for those of you who don't know. Pathfinder is D and D third edition that went off on its own 
because they said we don't want no fourth edition. We want to keep third edition going, so we're going to make a whole new game called Pathfinder, oh. which is pretty much 100% D&D third edition. Right, but not Wizards of the Coast. They've just, like, just basically Coast, no. rewrote all the rules themselves yep. and yep. made their own thing. Yeah. And so, so just be, explain to me why – this may be like a, a way too deep a question, but like – I know that like there is a schism about three and four and stuff. Like, what is it about three that makes it so much better than, than the so three point th- so three and three point five D and D is traditional D and D, so traditional pen and paper yeah. stuff. D and D fourth edition was a massively multiplayer online game, computer game turned into a pen and paper game. They completely uh, went the other way. So normally, computer games yeah. are inspired by yep. tabletop games. Okay, D and D fourth edition was one hundred percent. A MMO turned into a tabletop game, so it was it's very different. Very, very different play style. Why you would even bother? Yeah, like it was. If you're it was write, interesting. Write a whole rule set. Why not just make two editions: the the the, the computer D and D, and then the pen and paper D and D, and like tailor it to fit those. So very different experiences. They I are very different experiences. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Then. So yeah. So that's the difference between Pathfinder and D and D. Yeah. But I found <clears throat> having played lots of third edition D and D. Yes. Having played some Pathfinder, mm. I found Pathfinder Kingmaker is very not um, novice friendly. Oh, at all. yeah. So you have to make permanent choices yeah. that affect how your character can develop as you level up uh, early in the game, and it doesn't give you it doesn't give you like a preview yeah. of what what you can do with the character. It says so you've got. Three feats that you can choose. Yeah. Here's a list of 35 feats. Choose three of them. Mm. Except not we're not going to tell you that there are 35 more feats that you're going to unlock later on in the game that you will only be able to choose if you've chosen specific feats out of the first 35 we showed you. So it's, the game is very, very – so it's not yeah. – they have done what they call um, pre-build characters. Right. So you can just play the game and say pre-build character and every level up it will just – they've designed a character and yep. your character just levels up according to their design. Okay. But okay. no one that plays those games wants to not choose their character. Yeah. That's but so for each character class, there's like – so it's grown significantly from D&D 3rd third, third edition. Mm. There's so now like – instead of eight character classes, there's now like 25 character classes. And each character class has four variants. And four variants. And so when you choose what character class you want to play, it says, what variant do you want to play? But it doesn't tell you what the difference between the variants is. It tells you what level one, it tells you. So if you play, you say you're going to choose a paladin. Okay, it says this is what a paladin's got. Heavy armor, some healing spells, and good weapon ability. Or you can play Hospitalia or Hospitalia, whatever those... Hell Healing Crusaders were called, or you can oh, play okay. a Crusader, or you can play a Divine Defender. Right. And at first level, we'll tell you that the Hospitalia can't wear heavy armor yep. and doesn't have access to advanced weaponry. Yeah, The Divine Defender can't cast any healing spells, but has much better capability of protecting his allies. Well, because a Paladin that can't cast a healing spell. Well, but he's better at defending. You see? So I'll tell you that. It tells you what the difference okay. at first level is. Yeah. But it doesn't tell you that at fifth level, yeah. the Hospitalia will now do five times the healing when they use the healing spell. Ooh. It doesn't tell you that. Ooh, so yeah. it's only when you get to, when you make that choice at first level, <sighs> so you don't really know what you're choosing. Doing, which it doesn't is- actually tell you what... It's assuming everybody's playing the computer game has completely played the pen and paper game. It seems to, it seems like that's like 
the almost the exact same complaint we have with um, the game that should not be named. Yes, yes. You don't know what what the the implications of the decisions you're making. I think as well, be. like there's always a, for me. A, well, if you're doing this with pen and paper, right? Then you have a GM who and you've got all the rule books. You can so you flick it. through to see and what am I look like at level twenty. And if you make a mistake. It's up to the team and group to decide yeah, yeah. whether things can be reverted and changed. Yeah. With the computer, you have no recourse. Well, no, they have done that. You, oh. There's a there's a vendor oh. Oh. you can go to. Oh. And your first three character resets are free, oh. but then you have to pay. And it completely, li- literally resets your character. Right. So you can go up to level eight with yep. all the choices you've made and say, no, no, I'm sure my character up. Reset your character. You go back. All your skills, all your feats, all your points all get refunded. Oh, okay. It's we, all there. Yep. And so, okay, now- Design your character again from level one to level eight. Oh, okay. No, okay. Well, and you can do that three times yeah, before it costs for, you any before money. Before it costs you anything. That's okay. That still allows you to like just plow on and make the mistake and yeah, then correct it and without then correct needing it. to. Yeah. Okay. I can I can appreciate though like having more. It's always good to know when you have it when you, there is choices to make. Yeah. Like what where the those choices are yeah, going to where they're going to lead you. You know, yeah. and some idea yeah. about like oh this character would be the best healer. You know, yeah. like what this, what's the best. This is yeah. the best for this and worst for this. Yeah. To give you some idea. Well, considering about it, there's you know. four options for every single character class, particularly the classes when they are locked in, presumably that that can't change. No, you refund can't. your abilities. So that's fine. No, yeah, so. you can change your class. Yeah. Oh, you can change. You can completely go back. Generous. Yeah, you can completely okay. go like your first level and do it all again. Oh. So I think your first level class choice is fixed. Yeah. You always go back to a level one, whatever you, you chose. Change the variant. But then you can change. Yeah, you can change that's things okay. from there. That that I can. I still would appreciate more information. Yes. But yeah, yeah. at least they've given you a, a fairly generous, I feel, um, respecking yeah. system. And it's incredi- It's obviously an incredibly complex game because yeah. I went online and yeah. looked at the suggested character builds and they're like five levels of this character class, three levels of this character class, eight levels of this character class. So there's not a single one that says – Choose Barbarian yep. and then choose these feats for the Barbarian and choose these focuses for the Barbarian. Yep, right. None of that. It says stay Barbarian to level three, then multi-class into a Ranger and choose this Animal Companion and then multi-class again into a whatever the other thing is and choose this feat and then go into a fighter to get the extra hit points and do this. That's interesting. So that they're massively complicated to... character builds. Normally with multi-classing – you kind of end up with two lower level. Yes. So this so is like, how does that? This, this Pathfinder unlocks particularly powerful abilities very early in the character oh, tree. Okay. So if you want a powerful animal companion, for yep. example, you play a specific character class yep. and unlocks the animal companion at level two. Oh. So you only need two levels of that character class to get your animal companion, which will then stay with you if when you change different classes, you still have access to that animal The companion. implication is too, then you're getting decent abilities early on. You're not making to like trudge up 10 levels before you get yeah, your first you get like good. decent ability. You get something. No. Yeah, except that leads me to the my biggest biggest yeah. complaint about Pathfinder versus D&D 3rd Edition, yeah. which I suffered from immensely, <laughs> is when you get knocked to the ground for whatever reason, you get tripped, you get knocked unconscious, whatever reason, if you're on the ground, firstly, you're easier to hit. Mm. by anybody that's standing next mm-hmm. to you. And secondly, anything you do provokes an attack of opportunity, which means they get a free attack on you. So they get a free attack on you at plus four to hit, no matter what you do. Mm. And if someone casts a healing spell on you yep. to give you more hit points back, yep. the character automatically tries to stand up once they've got heal- extra healing. Oh. Which then provokes attack of opportunity, which means they usually will hit you and they'll usually knock you straight back down on the ground again 
with zero hit points, and the cycle repeats. So in oh, in the pen and paper game, you can crawl away from an enemy, yep. and that doesn't provoke any attack of opportunity. Now, of course, the enemy can just choose to follow you on its turn, but in this, you can't crawl away from them. You can't do anything. Mm. So when they knock you down, you're yep. as good as dead. Yeah. And I was getting knocked down a lot. Right. And it was then ending up just getting, every time I tried to stood up, hit, knocked down again, hit, knocked down again, hit, yeah. knocked down again. That was very frustrating very early on. It's a very uh, stun lock loop for very early in the game. Yeah. So you have to like knock the other character down or distract them or something like that, I suppose. Uh, there's almost you, nothing like you can do. There's almost nothing yeah. you can do. You have to kill the other character. You have to kill the person who's standing above your unconscious character. Right. Okay. That's the only thing you can do. Unless you got fear or something like that, you cast a fear spell and make him run yep. away or right. something like that. But the mm. game is very there's you know there's a traditional combat sequences which are all fine, but then there's also um, journal uh, like artistic drawn pages, and it says like that the building's on fire and you got to run out of the building. Oh. And as you're running out of the building, oh, so you can hold your breath and run through. You can put a wet mask, wet wet cloth over your nose and mouth or you can wait and see what the fire does so it gives you options yep. and then you choose one of the options and there's an outcome to that option and then there'll be a new picture panel and then uh, yep, okay. uh, you find you find one of the other companions that you didn't know about yet saying oh help there's three guards stuck in this room you can convince the person to come with you you can ignore the person altogether and keep going or you can go and rescue the guards so there's all these like it's done through story panels which is really good it's a yep. really good break from the you know, 3D over to Diablo sort of Right, view that sort of fighting. It's a completely different. And then mm, base yeah. uses your character's skills. Mm-hmm. But the best thing about this game yeah. is when you've got a – so say there's a trap yep. and you need to use a thievery skill to disarm the trap. Yep. It looks at your entire party, yep. works out which character has the best chance of succeeding and then tries to do it with that character. Oh, my God. No matter what your skill check is. Oh, that's so good because that means you can just focus on whole, just being – Yeah, you just play your character – but you don't need to worry about all the skills on your character because if there's other characters in the party that got those skills, they'll step forward and try and do the skill check. It's small things like that that really bring make it make a game just easier to play. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's egg, so much better. Smoothen those edges off, smoothen yeah. them off. You know, there's no fun in going now. Who's got the best? Okay, so now I've got to get out of the game, go to the menu, see which character's got the best chances of succeeding. Right now, I've got to select that character. Now I've got to go back into it. Now I've got to try. No, as soon as you come yep. across it. Yep. Okay, you found a trap. Try and disarm the trap. The character with the best thievery skill will come Walk forward and try and disarm the trap. Do it. Mm, yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So does it pass the other test of um, if you talk your way out of something, do you get equal rewards to fighting? Uh, so, so far I've had no option to talk my way out of a fight. I've been okay. able to talk people onto my side of the combat. Yep. Um, and I've – so, so far everything that I've – Every combat encounter that I've come to has been a combat encounter. So you can often choose to side with one side over the other or side with neither of them. And there's some persuasion checks that let you do that. Yeah. But nothing yet where you've completely avoided a, a situation yep. and then been rewarded or penalized. I haven't come yep. across that okay. yet. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But it seems to be done quite well. And I would be surprised if that's what happens. Usually it's okay, you've come across a bad result. We'll give you these skills checks that you can check yep. to turn it from a bad result into a middling or a good result. Yeah. So always not making the skill check is always the worst outcome. Yeah. So far, which is good. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Every time you need to make a check, yep. succeeding on the check should be a greater reward 
than if you don't succeed on the check. That's yeah. And avoiding a combat is actually one of the worst things you can usually do in these games. Yeah. Because it's loot and experience points that you don't get. When you do like the persuasion check, does that do the same thing where it picks the character with the best persuasion to do the check as well? Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. And it's good and it tells you, it tells you uh, so why why you have the choices you can have. So it's just like what alignment you are, yep. lawful good, neutral, evil, chaotic good, and that's the choice for that alignment. And then you've got law nature, so you can make this check because you've got law nature or you've got law arcana, you can make this check because you've got law arcana. So it's quite good. So you always know why oh, right. you're getting the checks. Yeah, and some detail, like lots, it sounds like there's lots of like, it's not just big, Skills, it's like smaller sub skills. Yeah, that yeah, have checks very as well. specific things. Yeah, and everything. So far, I've found lots of checks for all of the skills, so you don't ever feel like you've wasted your points investing in something. So I'm not far enough into it to really give it a verdict. Yeah, but it's but just it's, it's not immediately accessible to someone who doesn't know the Pathfinder rule set. Well, yeah, particularly it's got good Steam ratings. Most yeah, it looks good. It plays well. I haven't. I've I've been playing it turn based so far. Yep. which means I control every turn in the combat. Yep. But there is a um, real-time combat option, and I'm not, I haven't found an AI, uh, AI settings for the characters yet, oh, so right. I'm, I'm going to play around with that a bit more next time I play it. Because yep. Yep. now that my characters are getting more and more options, it's getting very tedious doing it turn-based. Yeah, that's, um, that's certainly something with the game that's going to be named is always a bit tedious is, is going through all the turns. But Yeah. Uh, yeah. Particularly when the fight's resolved. A foregone conclusion. Kind of thing. Yeah. You just want to like move on. There's been this, yeah, single player, single player only. Yes. I don't know where I picked it up, but I've certainly- You've got it. Okay. Got it. Yeah. I don't think it's your type of game. I'm not sure that you'll like it. But it's interesting. Not without someone else like you to play with, yeah. I think, is, yeah. more, is more fun, I think, kind of thing. But uh, it was I, it was certainly one that I, I looked at quite a bit before I took okay. something else kind of thing. I was like, yeah. oh, this looks- Interesting, yeah. Know, kind of thing. I think I was looking at it when we were doing, um, we were looking for Divinity. I was looking for like other things. RPGs. Yeah. I saw it. No, no, it's single player only kind of yeah. thing. Um, yeah. Is there a is there a multiplayer edition of Pathfinder at all? Like, is this just one? It's the only game. It's the first and only game that they've released so oh, far. Yeah, right. But they've got the expansion, the new game there, the purple one, Pathfinder something is actually a new game that's just been. Announced. Wrath of the Righteousness. Yeah, so I don't know if that'll add multiplayer into it. It does not seem... Like no, which is interesting case. because you've got... you've. I mean, you start the game with a party of four characters, so there's no reason it couldn't be multiplayer for exactly I, the same way the game that shall not be named as multiplayer. Yeah, feel, you would feel that co-op's a fairly easy... One. It's an easy sell in a turn-based game with a party of multiple characters. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, nope, nope. But anyway, that's uh, that's good. Good to yeah. hear. Um, solid RPG stuff still getting made. Yeah, uh, except it has the same problem that all these games have. Yeah, is that it's got a fixed equipment tree throughout the whole game. So you've got weapon specialization, for example. So say you specialize in a, a four chard. Yeah. For some reason, I'm going to specialize in a pole arm. Specialize in a four chard. Yeah. But nowhere in the game is there a magic four chard. Throughout the game, so you then get annoyed that you chose to specialize in that weapon, Why and not? it never Why comes not have up. Why a magical one? That's weird. Well, so they should sell everything at the shops, is what I think. Yeah, it should be so. Well, no, because there's ones that are good. So there's magic weapons that are good, and then yeah. there's really good magic weapons. Yeah, and you want to get a really good magic weapon because yeah. they're more interesting to use. Yeah, make the game more interesting. So you want to 
you want to have your character be able to use the really interesting magic items that you find, which again you don't know when you create your character. You don't know what the magic interesting magic items are going to be. So yeah, that's a inherent problem with those games. Yeah, it feels like it's a solvable one though. You think they yeah dynamically they, generate? A yeah, weapon. so these are the stats that the thing's going to have. Look at the character. Look at the character what, that the I, player's playing. Yeah. Create an item that has these stats that fits that character. Yeah, you wouldn't think that that's actually too um, hard to do. Unless it's got a very specific story. Yeah. Because I know like D&D has like yeah, a lot like of- this Like this is the axe that beheaded the, the Minotaur King. Yeah. Okay, no, well then obviously of, it has to be yeah. an axe, doesn't well, the, it? Well, the Minotaur's not yeah. using a dagger, is he? Yeah. You know, This is a quarterstaff that beheaded the Minotaur King. Well, that's not mm, quite going to work. No, and that, that's fine, but there should definitely be good items for everything that you play. Whatever you yeah. pick, there should be a decent version yeah. of it somewhere. Or a store that you can put stuff in. I still I don't know why games don't do that. So have stores or gem slots or something that the stuff you actually care about yeah. can be slotted into the weapons and armor that you care about. Like the game that should not be named, mm. they've got uh, gem slots in the armor and the weapons. Yeah. But the thing that you really want your equipment to have is the skill abilities, like necromancy and pyromancy yes. and warfare. But they're not the things that you slot into the gem slots. No, they're just basically basic stuff. Which is ridiculous. That is so obvious that yeah. that's what it should be. It is so obvious that that's what you should be slotting into those yeah. weapons. What is with. Um, I don't understand why people don't get these crafting systems. Don't know. It's obvious to me. You want to be able to wear the armor and the weapons, wear the armor and carry the weapons that you want to use. For whatever reason, that's because that's yeah. what you like using. But have the stats that you want to create for it. Shopkeep, can you please make me a magical pole arm? Yeah. Like, oh, hey, yeah, make exactly. me a pole arm. Take it down to local wizard. Hey, can you please enchant this with things that I want? Like, yeah. You know, wouldn't that wouldn't that be what you do? Yes, you're like it would be. You know, in this magical world, if you're in this kind magical world. Yeah. It's um. It's crazy. It's literally crazy. Yeah. So it is the thing that I find the most fun. Hmm. With Pathfinder, yeah, is I've got three tank characters. I didn't realize that you were going to get two three. tank characters. Uh, yeah, so I created a tank character. Yeah, and two of your first four companions are tank characters. Oh, so I've got three tank characters in my party. That's a lot of tanks. And they go and stand with- next to wizards, and they go and stand next to archers. Yeah, and the wizard will cast a spell, or the archer will try and shoot an arrow, and they'll all get a tax of opportunity on them and go. Uh- so that's I'm enjoying yeah, that. That's right, fun. Right. Does it have a um an action point movement? It does, yeah. So that that then ties into your abilities as well, kind of thing. Yeah. So you right. can there's you get a move action, an action, and uh free actions every turn. Yep. And right. the game will go green if you're using your move action, then it'll turn yellow if it's gonna go into your action. And yeah, so it tells you it's, the interface is quite obvious what what's gonna happen. It's just unfortunately yep. sometimes that you can be one millimeter off yep. the green into the yellow, uh, and then you can't. You, you can't. It. There's no backsies. Yeah, right. Which is really annoying when there's no backsies. Mm. So yeah, you, you've, moved, you've moved literally one millimeter further than you were able to move. So now you can't use your ability at all. All yep. you can do is spend the rest of that action on movement. Ah, right, right, right. So that's a, that's a bit and frustrating. But, you mm. should. It should lock. You should be able to lock it. Like in in XCOM, yep. you could lock it, say that I want to shoot this weapon. So only let me move as far as I can move until I can uh, shoot this weapon. Yep, yep. I don't know if that was in the new XCOM, but was it in the original XCOM? Yeah. Like back in 1980, whatever. I think there was. There's something like that where you Yeah, I want like, to fire this weapon. Yeah. So don't make me use any more movement points. Then, then, then will not let me fire this weapon. Yep, yep. 
and then you can move around and then you still be able to fly from wherever you end up. I don't know why the problem, uh, yeah, undoing is probably, yeah, I imagine undoing something is fairly difficult, I guess, if there's like yeah, actions actually, that you need to yeah, wind back as wind well. back, yeah, that's why they haven't got it in but there. But you'd feel like there should be some a sticking point, like you move your mouse as far as it goes and the, and the mouse cursor kind of sticks, yeah, saying, no, oh, you're doesn't. at your end now and then if yeah. you move it too far, then it unlocks it yeah. to go to the next yeah. one so you can kind no, of like- So several yeah. times when I've been playing yeah. the turn-based combat <laughs> i've literally gone just, just one millimeter pixels. too far oh, two yeah pixels and then no, that yeah, messed up my whole plan yeah right okay okay fair enough uh, well you know not everything can be perfect I no suppose. but that's it's entertaining that it's definitely yeah. entertaining. i don't feel like i've wasted my money on it yeah right i just right. need more time to play the damn thing yeah well that's always that is that is the thing absolutely and i want to keep playing BattleTech too so. yeah yeah he's stuck with two massively time sinky yes games. games there you need a 15 yeah. minute in and out adventure yeah, type I do. Thing, Tony. yeah Hey, uh, before we go, I did see a new uh, Easter egg in Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, yes. Again, people are still finding stuff. If you you can climb, as it turns out, uh, to the top of the Arasaka building in um, Santo, uh, Santo Domingo? No, is it? Oh, what's the... Yeah, you know where you're there because it's all those guards standing outside. There's that it's big, just huge yeah. Arasaka building. And there's that big car park out the front. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And everywhere else is suburbs. Like, yeah. Uh, everywhere yeah. else kind so of So you thing, know yeah. when you're there. Yep, yep. So you can you can park all your way up through the cranes and up the side oh, of the building really? up to the top. And then up the very top of there is uh, two chests and a message saying, well done. On the, <laughs> on the floor tile <laughs> thing there. And okay. uh, so when it was discovered, the, the developer... Uh, the the, the uh, maybe it's the current acting lead developer yep. for the game. Say, so, oh, that was actually me who did that. Uh, a bug came back to me saying that uh, you could actually ride the ATVs to the top of this particular section, oh. um, which I've seen someone do as well. Like you can jump on top of the ATVs and have yeah. them like fly you around and stuff. <laughs> um, and so rather than try to patch it out, yeah. I thought, no, let's reward the players for getting up there and yeah. like obviously if someone's doing this they're kind of like pushing the boundary yeah, so yeah, the fourth world breaking doesn't really matter as much yeah. kind of thing but yeah, yeah. really really cool that like you get up there and there's two nice chests and uh yeah. well done for making it up and yeah. watching the guy um do the parkouring to get up there that was it was not bad yeah, he did a good job of, of yeah making yeah. your way up there so yeah another um another easter egg and probably still more yeah there are lots to in there find there is lots in thing. there uh, hopefully they're wending away towards a new DLC patch, but I don't have my. Um, I don't. Have, I don't have high hopes. No, I think they're still just climbing out of the the hole. They're, yep. they're still climbing out of that one year of polish the game needed before release. Yeah, yep. they're still like working. They should have just waited that. a they year. Waited a year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, what's interesting? They're crowdfunding a comic or something okay. for like a Witcher comic. I want to say okay. they're doing. Um, I don't know if it's an interactive comic or if it's actually like a physical book or something like that, which I thought was really interesting for a company that previously has gone to uh, obviously like a, a, a publicly traded company and getting shareholders to yeah, invest yeah. in it to make sort yeah. of things. To then step back and do a crowdfunding yeah, campaign yeah, yeah. or something is really interesting. I don't know whether that means that they're like – whether they feel they got burnt by from it. being yeah, on that yeah, yeah. track yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Um, yeah, because you got – well, imagine being yeah. the developers and writers of that game. You'd be so upset that the yeah public reaction was so frosty. Yeah, yeah. And then it's still like apparently now there's another – because they're back talking about the game again with the new patches yeah. that have come out and stuff like that. Apparently now the the sort of outrage YouTube 
uh, article machine is t- kick back Ticking off again over, kind of okay. thing because it's like, oh, yeah. it's been nine months and it's still garbage yeah, you know, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So it's yeah. sort of like even if when you – it's interesting beast that even when you release new patches and fix a bunch of things, you know, um, it's still – if it's not meeting the expectations of yeah, everyone. It's still of not good enough. Not good enough and that then drives yeah. the, the click yeah. outrage machine again yeah. on you. So I don't know. That's that's a that's a beast to have to deal with yeah. for these people. But yeah, uh, yeah I just thought um, – I was mostly impressed with this guy's parkour skills. Like just uh, yes. the, these people yeah, who do these jumping. I give up when I see, oh, there's something up there. I wonder how I can get up there. I'll try about three or four times. And, like, oh, and I go, no, that's too hard. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it. You make like four or five jumps and then you fall off. And yeah. you're like, oh, now I've got to do this whole thing again. Yeah. No, yeah. I'll just give you something else. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, next week we'll be we'll keep banging our heads up against well, we the can, wall and getting And we can talk about Knights of the Old Republic maybe next time. <sighs> if we think that's worth talking about. I would... I would really like to see something more than like a 30 second teaser before yes. I like, because, well, I'm, I'm, I don't really have much of a hot take apart from like, I've already been. So you want to talk times. about it now then? Yeah, like, but I don't have anything to say more than like, I've played yeah, it three why, times already. Yeah, why would you release an old game? Why wouldn't you just make a new game? Well, for, but what I'm reading is they, they kind of are making a new game. Like, they want to like redo a lot of the combat and stuff, is what I've heard. Oh, like, okay. from, but they haven't like, given us anything to go on no. kind of thing and these guys haven't made anything else but a few ports yeah so them trying to like want to like remake and make new yeah. combat mechanics on a classic like this no. really like i'm like eh, i think i'll just i'll just that's fine. nice yeah that's nice you do that yeah, you come yeah, you back when you've got a game in yeah. and that's it so that's that's my hot take that's all i have on on okay. that one kind of thing until we have some more concrete stuff yeah. and then i i just think they should have made a new game just make nice yeah, three, three. Out loud. like or when yeah. they technically did because the problem is the MMO kind of does wrap up a lot of those, like it wraps up Revan's story and stuff like that. So if you're going to make it, I don't know what it is you would make well, it. Actually, make a new one. just make a new Star Wars story with brand new characters. The High Republic. I've been reading the comic book series for the High Republic. Okay. Um, which is um, you know, the new era they've introduced, be- yep. except before before the prequels, yep. when there were like actual Jedi doing Jedi things in the galaxy and stuff yep. like that. That looks like it's a ripe area for exploitation. I, I imagine that's where we're going to see um, new games, yeah. a new gaming. Because the the Star Wars, like that Knights of Republic story, is still going with all those factions and all that stuff. That's still there in the MMO, and it's yeah. you know there. Yeah. And uh, trying to fit in something else around that, I feel would be wasted benefit. Kind now of that I think about it, it's also weird that they remade the one that was finished. They're going to remake Knights of the Old Republic one, yeah, which was a complete and finished game, yeah. And not remake Knights of the Old Republic 2, which everybody is aware was an unfinished game. Well, I don't know. I guess maybe they'll uh, they do number one if it does it well. They'll go yeah, to number two, in. I guess. And hopefully put in all the stuff that was all missing. All the content. And- now, that would be one that I'd actually be interested in playing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I always was so confused about why the two different endings of the game appeared to have the same result. Yeah, yeah. That always confused the hell out of me. Yeah. Until I found out that the game was actually completely broken from the start of The Last Planet onwards. The game had been completely not finished. There's a whole patch that adds a whole bunch of stuff in apparently, which is really good, which I haven't done. Yeah, no, I couldn't be bothered going through 80 more hours just to do that again. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, I don't know. Uh, But I do think we'll see a a High Republic game. And that could be... It's a... There's just... There's like lots of Jedi going on, you know, kind of thing. So, there's like... You know, you don't want to do anything in like the the movie era. It's, it's too jam packed yeah, for yeah. stuff anyway. Yeah, it and 
you know, there's not a lot of Jedi or anything around sort of for, for gamey, gamey kind of stuff, yeah. you know? Like, I just, the, the most recent comic, they, like, um, you know, dealt with a bunch of sentient plants that were taking over the galaxy and there was, like, oh, you awesome. know, eight Jedi, nine Jedi, and, you know, the different factions of the Jedi in there as well to play with, you know, some that don't, uh, with the core group, they're, like, outsiders that just travel around doing their own thing and stuff. Okay. So there's, I feel like the whole area is, like, they've built it, to generate as many stories as they can from all their extra, extra media. Speaking kind of about sentient plants. Sentient plants, yeah. Have you seen Picard? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, it's not season one. Yeah, I don't know season, season two's one. out yet. But it's it's just Mass Effect. Uh, like literally, the AIs that are coming at the end yeah, are the Reaper's tentacles. It's just Mass Effect for crying out loud. Yeah, right. I didn't, I had to not make that connection. I'm going, oh my God, this is just Mass Effect. It's like, and it's all about like, what is it to be human? Uh, are machines alive? And yeah, stuff well, like and, that and with Edie some and- organic race received a message from a beacon that they couldn't understand properly. Because guess what? The beacon wasn't meant for them. Yeah. That's why they couldn't interpret it properly. And then when the beacon was understood, suddenly it was a big warning yep. about how there's a cycle. You don't make artificial intelligence because it gets it realizes that it's superior to you, right? And will destroy all the organics is- every fifty thousand years. Yeah. So yep. we got to come and. Clean up everything, and then they summon them, and they're literally tentacles that look just like Reaper tentacles yeah. coming through the wormhole. Oh. I'm going, oh my god! Can you rip off Mass Effect anymore? <laughs> That's too funny. That is too funny. How did I miss that connection? Yeah, I don't know. It is exactly I don't know. Like that, yeah, it? it's Mass Effect. Funny. Yeah. Anyway, sentient plants made me think of the Thorian and. Therefore, yeah, yeah, Mass Effect, then yep, Mass Effect, yep, and then yep. Picard, Mass Effect, Mass Effect. God, well, that's enough rabbiting on for this episode. Yeah, they're right. Okay, um, next time, uh, wrap up of Elder Child because I'm going to help myself. I'm going to play that. I think my I think my colonists are going to stay on the edge of Star Beach for another <laughs> fortnight somehow. Yeah, I'm a little bit hesitant to go back and kill them all as well. I think is part of the part of maybe my yeah. issue with it. Yeah, but yeah, um, uh, we'll another session for uh, Divinity. Yeah, and um, more Kingmaker. Maybe you want some yeah, more impressions hopefully. from that and yep. stuff. So that sounds good. Okay, until next week. Thanks, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.